0: What's up, everybody? How you all doing? How you doing? How you doing? Ah, 9:41 a.m. Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday. All right, a star is born. Here we go. Back on the home podcast. Make sure you've been well. I'm. I've been playing the sample episodes. I hope you've been enjoying the sample episodes from my new podcast, Baseballs, email me at baseballs, plural, baseballs, podcast at yahoo.com and send your baseball stories, all baseball related information over there and I'll share it on the podcast and that one is going to be found everywhere where podcasts are found in the next couple days. And yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm pumped. Cuz I mean, I've I've already explained why I'm doing it. So you guys have already heard all about that. So this is the first a Stars Born episode I've done in a while, and I just wanted to check in, do a little a little shorty, a little birthday a birthday wrap up, if you will. <clears throat> a little birthday cleanup. Cuz that was Friday. Now it's Sunday morning. My birthday was Friday. I keep... Just, the podcaster who can't stop talking about his birthday. It's just fun to say. It's just my, it was my birthday. <laughs> Did you guys have fun? It was my birthday. No, but it was a very low-key. A very low-key low birthday. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. I listened to podcasts. I watched a couple podcasts and I watched a couple movies and I'm going to talk about one of those movies right now we're going to do a little movie review I'm just going to do it off the top of my head I'm not going to look any information up about this movie so here we go <laughs> it's called The Platform and I believe it's a Netflix original I watched it on Netflix it's a, I think it's a French film see this it's already this is already funny because I'm, I'm I'm just trying to remember stuff about the movie no i'm <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's a French movie, but it was dubbed it's one of those movies which i I would prefer to i would prefer a dubbing over subtitles i i just i'm not one of those people i don't want to read I can't watch the people's faces while I'm reading is too much is too much going back and forth. It's it's just too much. <laughs> Subtitles are just is it's too much. And I think people who like people who say they enjoy subtitle movies are pretentious. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm I think they're they're not being totally honest with themselves like this because it's not the same movie watching experience trying to watch and i'm not against watching foreign films because i just watched because like i said the platform is french and is i was kind of confused at first because i was trying to match up the characters words to their mouths Cause it looked like it was kind of matching up for a little bit, so I was. But then I was like, "This, this is dubbing. So this must be. That's what this is." <laughs> but it, it's just so much less distracting than trying to read some text while you're watching the movie. So I'm just I don't. I don't really trust. <laughs> I just don't trust people who say if someone said. They enjoy reading subtitles while watching a movie if someone said they enjoy that and I I don't enjoy that person <laughs> I it's not that I don't like them but I think they're they're dishonest I think that's not a trustworthy person because I'm, I'm saying people watch movies to get away from reading the, the point of watching a movie is you don't want to read a book. If you wanted to read a book, you wouldn't watch a movie. It's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry to me. One, one subtitle movie I do want to see is Parasite. So I'll have to check. Maybe I'll check to see if Parasite is on Amazon Prime. The best picture winner, right? So, and that guy, Bong, was wasn't it Bong Jun, who, Bong Jun hoop? Bong Jun. He That's the how how often do you think that joke gets made in South Korea? You know, like the Bong Jun who? <laughs> do you think do you think that do you think they they recognize that joke, uh, that that would just be nonstop. Just who's on first kind of style of humor. I I, which I think is really funny for some reason. For, for <laughs> I don't know what it is, but those, it's the it's the repetitive jokes, the jokes that, where the joke is how much you you repeat one fate one thing, like one. One group who does it really well is The State. I was a huge fan of The State. The sketch group who created Wet Hot American Summer. Which I love the movie Wet Hot American Summer. That's one of my favorite movies. It's just so ridiculous. And I love... I like self-referential humor. Like, I like... I like hum I like jokes that fold into themselves. Like the, you do you know what I'm talking about kind of? <laughs> do you know I don't know who I'm asking. <laughs> I'm just asking the the phone right? Now. I'm asking my recording right now. Um no, I, yeah, I like I like jokes and podcasts and shows and movies that are very self-referential. I don't know how else to describe it other than Like, they make jokes about themselves. It's partly self-deprecating. But also... I guess there's lots of inside jokes, kind of. Like, you have to... I don't... Now I'm just, like, back away from it. (laughs) But White Hot American Summer... And lots of... Lots of repeating bits that go throughout the movie. Like, there's the... I can't remember what his deal was, but there's something going on with the cafeteria worker in in Wet Hot American Summer. Because if you haven't seen... If you haven't seen the movie, it's... See, that's not even the one we're recapping right now. But I'll just briefly tell you, God, Wet Hot American Summer is hilarious. It's from 2001, and it's... It's based on a summer camp, and it's just a bunch of all the actors are in their, they're A bunch of famous people from today in their 20s is what it is. Like, there's so many. Let me just name some people in, off the top of my head, Wet Hot American Summer Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler. Let's, and then I just stop after that. All the the people in the state, so that's like Ken Marino, Michael Ian Black, Michael Showalter... Paul Rudd. Who else is in? Isn't yeah, Judah Freelanders in it from Thirty Rock. There's a bunch of people in Wet Hot American Summer. This is hilarious movie. And but that's not even the one we're talking about. So we're talking about the platform. And I've I've lost my. I'm not even gonna try to. Some you know how sometimes I try to retrace my steps, in podcasting, to try to figure out what the what I was talking about. Yeah, you know <laughs> you know when you 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 retrace your your thought steps, your idea, brain feet, your brain feet. All right, let's just. We'll keep going and... Oh, yeah, because I was talking about how subtitles... (laughs) I don't like subtitles. God, God, I would never... I'm just not going to watch a movie with subtitles, pretty much. Unless it's... Unless it's, like, Parasite. Unless it's a Best Picture winner. But then... I would be less distracted if they just dubbed it. I would... Because it's... Yeah, I already talked about it. So here, we, so here we go. The Platform. The Platform. French movie. And... What, what if that's all I said about it? It's, it's just a French movie. And... So it's kind of post-apocalyptic or something. It's kind of a prism. A prison. Not a prism. But I'll, I'll try not to spoil anything. I'm, I'm thinking, right? I'm going to try not to spoil. So the... the plot of the movie is there's hundreds of levels and in this kind of prison thing and there's two people who live on each level and there's a a giant platform it's called the platform a giant platform of food that it's like a giant buffet like a, a big vegas buffet and it gets it slides down vertically down from the top from level 0 is that's oh, what's that chef emerald what's the guy's name who says bam 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 chef emerald that's that's where his level is where they where they design cuz it's like super it's like a hipster restaurant that's a funny part about it is they make they make super high-level, critic hipster food. But they make a lot of it. And it starts at level zero, and then it goes down all the way to hundreds of levels to the bottom. So it, it's, it's a metaphor for society, for how the rich people at the top of the food chain get the, they have the most resources, and then, I, I don't really understand, but here's the metaphor, is the rich people eat all of it, and then, so once you get down to level 100-something, there's, there's just scraps. And then once you get down to level 200-something, there's nothing. So, yeah, it's a, it's a metaphor, as you can see. <laughs> there, but the, but the, the thing where the metaphor breaks down is poor people especially here in the USA poor people on average are they're fatter like I I don't know how else to put it poor people are more obese than rich people I'm I'm sure that's a statistic that you could look up for because so what I'm saying is there's no shortage of Even if you're poor, you're in the USA, you're eating way too much every day, every day. Because that's like the American, that's the American dream, is just to to eat too much. (laughs) Even I will, I'll eat too much sometimes. A lot of the time, I eat too much. But, I mean, check back with me in 15 years, but... As of right now, at freshly, freshly coined 27 years old, I, I, I'm one of those people who can't put on any weight, <laughs> no matter how much, I'm one of those annoying people that all the people who try dieting, that they dislike this person, but I think it's just genetics, really. So, but anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> Enough about me. So, the platform... Yeah, that's where the metaphor doesn't make any sense Is Poor people Maybe it's different in other countries or whatever But all I know is The USA (laughs) What I know is the USA And I know that Poor people are the fattest They eat All the McDonald's I'm not making fun of poor people I'm just Pointing out facts They eat Fast Like a bunch of fast food And Drink all the soda and candy and what the I go to Walmart I'm I'm there I'm there with all the poor people (laughs) I'm one I'm one of them I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm not I mean I'm not I I wouldn't consider myself like I don't know because when I think of I might think of myself sometimes I like I don't have a lot of money this is gonna be a humble brag this might be a humble brag I'm like, I'm on, I I consider myself a rich, poor person. (laughs) You know what, you know what that, I don't know what that really means, but I'm just, I'm just on the upper echelon of poor. (laughs) Because I think, because you can be a, a smart, like a wise with your money, like smart with your money, poor person. I've talked about this a lot how you should save money and all that stuff but i don't need to talk about financials nobody likes listening to a podcast where the host talks about financials all the time but what am i saying so <laughs> i'm a rich i'm a rich poor person <laughs> what am i talking about a rich poor person uh i mean i think the main thing is it's all about your overhead. It's about what are you... I've talked about it. It's about what are you spending. What's your monthly nut. How much you, how much you have to spend each month. So, but this isn't the financial podcast. We're not... So, but yeah, anyway. Because <laughs> I guess the movie, the platform, back to the movie, the platform, it is... It's about class. It is a... It's a movie about class. But... And maybe the food is a metaphor. It could be a metaphor. Maybe food is a metaphor for money. How people in the upper class, they just take all the money. But then that also doesn't really hold water. Because there's no limited amount of money. Like, as we can see with this whole... Now let's just get into politics. (laughs) This whole stimulus thing didn't they printed or they didn't even print it. they just clicked a button and inserted trillions of dollars into the u S economy. So what there's no limited amount of money even if you're a poor person, that doesn't mean that you can't like just because a rich person earns a bunch of money that doesn't take anything away from you as a poor person you you know like there's no i think that people have a a false scarcity complex where they think they think there's only a certain amount of money that is out there that can be made but i think that's that's a kind of a i don't want to put people down <laughs> I don't wanna call people names or anything, or say that that's kind of a loser mentality. To think that, cause that's just blaming other people. Just saying that, just cause these rich people are making money, that's the reason why they're taking it out of my pocket. <laughs> that's just such a, you can't blame anybody else for any, anything in your life except for yourself. I think you just have to take full responsibility for where you're at in life, even though there's so much stuff that we can't control, of course, but I think the main thing is there's no scarcity of resources. I mean, maybe there's a scarcity of natural resources, but money is not a natural resource. It's a man-made resource... or... woman-made... female... uh, a human-made... human-made... um... yeah... so... it's not... so... just because someone else makes a bunch of money... doesn't... take any money... out of your pocket... and... also... it's not... you don't have to always be comparing yourself to other people either... you really... I don't know. That's like the weird thing about money. Is that people... It always... It makes people compare themselves to each other. Which is... It becomes a rat race. But what was I saying? Oh yeah. Because I was saying... There's no scarcity. Just like... Just like the fact that... There's... I don't like to use the word literally that often. But... There's literally... A million other... Podcasts. There's a million other podcasts, but just because there's a million other podcasts, doesn't mean that I can't do my own. So, yeah, that that doesn't take away your ability to do it, just because it's an oversaturated market and whatnot. But yeah, okay, here we go. So back to the platform. I'm not going to spoil anything. think we've had a good discussion about it that's pretty much the basis of the movie and it just follows a main character who he ends up higher on some levels and then sometimes he's way by the bottom and there's a lot of cannibalism so if if you don't like watching people eat other people this is definitely not the movie for you And yeah, it's just, it's pretty interesting. It's how many I'll rank it out of 10 stars. Let's give it actually, no, I'll give it a rotten tomato percentage. My rotten tomato percentage will be top of the head 77. I gave it a 77% because, which is almost certified fresh, which is 80%, but 77 is fresh. For Rotten Tomatoes, but that's just my score. That's, that's not the Rotten Tomato score. That's that's my score that I'm coming up with, and I gave it a 77 out of 100 because why? I mean, it's interesting. I thought it was. It's very like I've never seen anything like it. Like it's really unique. Like I like a I like a unique movie. I don't know because there's so many. Repetitive movies and remakes and sequels and stuff you've already seen, all that stuff. So I liked it. I I liked how it was French. I'm pretty sure it's French. <laughs> Let's just say it's French. And yeah, because it made me feel more multicultural, more worldly, and it's also just a different point of view than someone from. California making the movie. Not that there's anything wrong with people in California making movies, but that's kind of where you make movies. Or I don't know. I guess people. I guess Atlanta is another hot spot for making movies now. A town, which is definitely somewhere I want to go. I want to go to Atlanta, and I want to go to. Oh my God! A random place that I've been kind of researching a little bit. Because you know how sometimes you get obsessed with cities you've never been to and you look at pictures of it and you research it. Dig it. Dig into it. I was looking into Asheville. Not Nashville. Although I would want to go to Nashville too. But I was looking at Asheville, North Carolina. Which... It's apparently it's kind of like a an austin or like a Portland or like a Missoula montana like a a very artsy kind of scene like the most artsy place in north carolina is what i've I think is what it appears to be, and it's in western North Carolina right by the I might be in the Appalachian Mountains, but I want to go there. And I have my cousins, Cousin Brett and his family, his wife Elle and their two kids. They live in near Charlotte, but I, f- I think they used to live in North Carolina, but now they live in South Carolina, but still near Charlotte. Cause Charlotte's near the north-south border, so yeah. I mean, I would have to, I'd visit them, and then I would go to Asheville. I don't know what route I would go, but I would want to hit. I want to hit Atlanta, Charleston, South Carolina, which is Bill Murray's stomping grounds. Remember when we were talking about Bill Murray? few episodes back. Yeah, he lives in I mean one of his homes is in Charleston, South Carolina. Which my parents have been there. They've been on vacation there. So I hear I hear that's a cool place. So I wanna go there. I wanna check out Hilton Head. Which I hear there's lots of sharks there. Oh yeah and Myrtle Beach. Myrtle beach is a big vacation spot over there. It's kinda like their Seaside, Oregon. Oh man, Seaside. I've had some good times, and that's a fun. I I love those little tourist traps. I'm perfect. I fall into the tourist trap. I just, I love it. Like it's, I will go to your little beach made-up town and go into those random antique. I like antique shops. (laughs) I like in like random memorabilia I'm a big I'm a big memorabilia fan and all the the t-shirt shops like in Jersey Shore t-shirt time I'm gonna I'm gonna harmonize with the birds right now t-shirt time t-shirt time It's t-shirt time. (laughs) I like those stuff. I could see myself retiring to like a little, you know, like a little beachside tourist community. I could totally see myself living there in my 60s and 70s. Man, just writing. Still podcast. Still doing A Stars Born. Just. 50 years later could you imagine if this podcast goes oh my gosh what if i what if i just have amazing stick-to-itiveness with a star's born and i just stay with it my whole my whole life <laughs> oh my gosh that's just that's like a funny idea but i mean for now i'm just going to be a freshly turned 27 year old man I still, still a young man I'll still call myself a young man a young adult I think that was a that was a Charlize Theron movie I've seen before I remember that one being good alright <laughs> it's just a random movie shout out for you alright um, let's see but anything else I wanted to say about I'm trying to There's like nothing else. The platform. I'd recommend it. Would I recommend it? Yes. I would recommend it. Especially if you like horror movies or psychological thrillers. It's really more of a psychological thriller. It kind of reminds me... Everyone always makes the fight club comparison. So, it's a little fight clubby and but it's, it's really dark and yeah, but it has some it's, it has some funny moments too. So, yeah, that's the platform. And this is The star's Born. And check out my new podcast, Baseballs. You'll just search Baseballs and I'll I'll post about it and all that stuff. And yeah, email podcast at yahoo.com Share, share, share with your friends and family I hope you're not going too crazy I hope you're not sitting around too much That's when I really feel a lot healthier Since I've been moving around more And spending a lot more time outside That's... It's, it's just made me feel much healthier versus just sitting in the same room all day. What makes it, it turns it into like a weird prison. See, we bring it all the way back. We tie it all the way back around on A Star Born, bring it back to prison. The room becomes a prism with an M. Isn't prism... I think it's kind of similar to... Pr- I don't know what prism means, really. But it seems kind of like a... It's like a safe prison. <laughs> is, is prism... Is that, is that just a safe prison? God, now I got... This will be the one thing that we will look up. We'll look up what's... Let's see what... Prism. A solid geometric figure whose two end faces are similar, equal, and parallel... Rectilinear figures and whose sides are par- parallelograms So it is it's a because it's, it's a closed figure and It's safe <laughs> it's, it's, I didn't hear anything there about Danger, it's kind of like a safe prison That's my new joke a prism is a safe prison All right, there you go. That's the way to end it. Thank you so much. I love you. I love, I seriously, it sounds like I'm joking, but I love you because I love my listeners. That's really all that matters to a podcaster is their listeners, really. That's just it, that's where the buck stops and starts. So, have a great day. And till next time, bye! Thank you so much. Share and subscribe. Share, share, share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.